0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Creative Contact with your host, Kia Orion. Listen, here's the deal. I know I haven't exactly been the most constant podcaster of late. I'm not even going to say I'm obsessed with making great music and teach you how to make your own. I need a new tagline because after all these years, after four years of potting, I'm not teaching music production anymore, which is interesting. I've still got the courses. I'm still doing all of that. But I've got a big shift in my perspective, in my life. And that is what I want to talk to you all about today. There are a couple things I want to talk to you about today. But that's the big one. I'm winding down my time here in Medellin. I've got about two weeks left. Then I'm headed home. And then I'm going to Rio after that. And then in the new year, things are still a little bit up in the air. But over the last two months... I'd say, if you couldn't tell from all the pods kind of leading up to that, I was having a bit of what I'd call an emotional exorcism. It was this idea that I was really letting go of my old self, trying on new identities, and trying to figure out who is Kia without all of these things. And so it's been really tough. On one hand, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's been incredibly difficult letting go of that version of myself. And it's also been really exciting. I feel like I'm kind of falling in love with new mediums that I didn't even have available in my head and my heart before because I was so obsessed with the music dream. And so there was a podcast. I'm not sure if I did one about going to Atlanta, but I should have done that. It's been, been, I've been all over the place recently, but needless to say, I finally feel like I have a little bit of a direction again. And it's really rad. It's just been... Some days are easier than others, right? Some days I wake up, I'm super excited about this in this new direction. Other days I wake up and it's a little bit heart-wrenching, you know, kind of remembering and, and trying not to be uh, you know, upset with myself for giving up on these dreams that I've had that I've been wrapped around so tightly for so long. But I was experimenting with everything. Honestly, I was like, okay, so I like writing, speaking, and teaching. Do I go back to become a professor? Do I try to be a therapist. Like I like talking about emotional things. I was like, I like talking about leadership and nonfiction and self-development. I was like, how do I wrangle all of this into one place? And so I decided on putting it all together and building out my YouTube channel. And so that's what I've been really focused on is obviously you can't probably tell now cause it's underexposed, but learning photography and framing, and the exposure triangle, and lighting, and aperture settings, and all of that. Learning video, so that I could actually shoot better video, and then content-wise. I'm like, what is it that I actually am inspired by? What do I actually want to talk about? And that's where these ideas have started to kind of come to me slowly, where I've been thinking about what is sustainable, what's something that I can continue to talk about on a permanent basis, just things that I'm passionate about overall, that I can do in perpetuity. Because to me, that's the whole thing. I don't wanna just sprint. I want to, I like to, It's you know, that balance of macro micro where I am sprinting, I'm just making a lot of content, but it's so I can kind of learn how to make better content because like anything else, you know, you gotta do it. But in terms of the, the overall macro lens of like, what do I actually like to talk about? That's where, it just hit me the other day, this name called how to be human. I was like, maybe that could be something. How to be human ideas on just how to be a better person, how to be a better human, how to communicate better, how to be a better leader, how to articulate emotions better, how to be a better friend in relationships, how to manage time, you know, all these things that I'm just really passionate about. And that's kind of the new direction. That's the new wave that I've been on is figuring out how to be human. And so I've been putting together these short YouTube pieces that have like a dramatic voiceover which I love doing, telling stories. But they don't feel super sustainable because they're a lot of work, and so I've thought about pivoting into kind of a new direction with the YouTube channels that are a little bit more talking head, a little bit easier, a little bit more sustainable in outsourcing some of that editing to like an editing house or something like that. Where it's something that I know that I can shoot it. I love learning. That's something I'm always reading. It helps me. It just help. It helps kick my butt to learn more, and then also having to teach it helps me break it down and conceptualize it more. So it's actually super self-serving still, but it feels good putting these ideas out in the world and hoping that they resonate and really kind of digging into my soul and, and ripping my heart out and saying, here, this is all of me, the, the, the light and the dark, and hoping that in doing so it inspires people to do the same, you know, or reflect some of that back on themselves so that people feel okay to share whatever it is that they want to share. But don't get it twisted, I'm not Mother Teresa, right? This is still for Kia, it's still because I love to learn and sharing myself and creating content is kind of this form of therapy. So a couple of things I wanna to talk to you all about today. That was the first one. It's how to be human, just this idea I've been running with. I'm trying to do two YouTube videos a week, two full ones, and then maybe smaller shorts throughout the week. Taking YouTube seriously, I'm committing to it for like a year, at least, and I've bankrolled a bunch of money, I've saved up a bunch of money from some recent opportunities. And that's my plan is to hire, hire out the editing and move someplace super cheap. I'm thinking maybe India and just post up for like six, seven, eight months and just shoot a bunch of content, learn how to make YouTube videos and see where that goes. I think if I really give it my all, I could do something cool with it. And it also feels exciting because it feels very true to self. The music did too, but if you followed along my journey at all, you know how much if we're close we've had the conversation how much i've struggled with the white appropriation piece of the music because i love dance hall and it always felt kind of weird i love hip-hop i always felt kind of weird Afrobeat, you know all the salsa all these all these different styles and things that i'd love to take and mix up and it was never of me never of my culture it always felt i always felt guilty And that's, you know, maybe some key internal work to do, but I never felt like I could fully authentically express myself with the music because of this kind of mental block of being a white man that I don't feel like that in the self-development space. I feel like this is like, that's our bread and butter. You know, as white guys, it's like, we're all about, you know, self-development and self-improvement. So it feels, I feel kind of at home and also it's kind of like maybe the next iteration of myself I can find in this space so excited about it. That's one thing. So I want to talk to you about kind of career, where that's going. I want to talk to you about kind of where we're at, fitness, hobbies, physical. And then I want to talk to you about some interesting thoughts I've had lately around ladies and some things of that nature. Key is review on Medellin. Maybe I'll save that for next week just to get sentimental. But the next piece is where are we at outside of career. So we have YouTube focusing on YouTube had some cool opportunities in Atlanta recently to do some music stuff, but kind of winding that dream down in terms of fitness health stuff. I was doing Muay Thai practice and I, my trainer and I need each other at the same time. And I got this kind of micro fracture in my knee. So I've been kind of out of commission for a hot minute rehabbing hard, doing a bunch of physical therapy. It's been a bit of a pain in the butt, but it was nice to have this kind of, you know, hobby of like learning camera stuff at the same time to kind of get me out and something to focus on, kind of pour my energy into. Been rehabbing like a mofo, but I'm back. Had my first boxing lesson again today and learning how to box southpaw and just really love boxing. Realized the Muay Thai, I think I need to just dead that just because I I'm an old man. So like my knees are beat up and my ankles are beat up, and I don't have the balance. It's like, I'm like oh, I feel like super tight. So I'm like, the boxing, though, I feel like, again, something I can do in perpetuity, so that feels good. And just been lifting constantly, and diving back into the boxing, trying to get on my southpaw joint. And it's been really fun Just realize how much I love movement. And when that's taken from me, it really helps me appreciate just the, just that part of life. Like, when you can't walk without pain anymore, it's like, damn dude like just walking is such a blessing and so it's been kind of a nice reset in that regard in terms of that sort of physical stuff in terms of diet i've been trying vegan i mean it's not totally vegan because i still eat eggs but i was thinking about having to kill these animals myself and the older I get, like, the more sensitive I get to that sort of stuff where, like, I can garden. It's not about them being sentient. Like, it's just easier to pull carrots out of the ground than it is to, like, kill an animal. And I'm just not sure if I feel cool anymore. I mean, listen, if we go out, I'm still eating steak. I'm still eating meatballs and, you know... uh spaghetti meatballs and all that but like on my day-to-day i'm just not i'm just become more sensitive to that sort of stuff like animals and i mean i'm getting sensitive in my old age bro i'm telling you so that's kind of a new shift that's been interesting um trying that kind of a lot of nuts, seeds, legumes big salads, a lot of omelets. Like I said, it's not totally vegan, but I feel like robbing eggs out of a nest I can do. <laughs> the killing the chickens, maybe not so much. we're like, yo, I'm just gonna rob some of these eggs real quick. <laughs> but just like, it's like anything I wouldn't feel comfortable like doing, I'm gonna try not eating and see how it goes. Um, and it's been cool. I feel good about, I, less, I like plants, but just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting too soft. So that's been cool. Kind of health, fitness, Kia's, that sort of stuff is going well now that I'm back and able to actually like, I had to go get an MRI and get everything fixed up my knee, but we're back in action. Poco, poco. Here's something I wanted to talk to you about. It has to do with ladies, but it also has to do with attention. It has to do with the chase. And I'm fascinated by this, and I know some of y'all have probably felt this too. I'm curious what it is. When people are interested in you, why so often that kills our interest in them? Think about that for a second for yourself. That's one thing. There's another thing. Later, I want to talk about another theory. But to me, I was thinking about this yesterday because I've been reading this book about storytelling. It's called Storyworthy, and it's about like... Finding these beautiful five second moments in your day and in your life that you can create stories around. And I realized there's this girl in the gym, and she'll come and she'll be like, Hola, guapo. And she'll like, hug me from behind. She'll like, spank me if I'm like walking by. She'll like, stick her tongue. She'll just like, flirt with me and just like, but she hugged me from behind. And one, I realized I haven't been like, hugged like that in a really long time. It's just like a really nice feeling. We we're just kind of like, playful in the gym. And I was like, why am I not pursuing this woman? You know, there's like, she's cute. She's not like super hot, but she's cute. And it's just really friendly and fun. And then for some reason, there's like other women in the gym that are like super hot. And I I haven't worked out in the States in a gym in a long time. So I don't know if they have these in the States, but in Colombia, they have... Like women now, it's like that's like a onesie. It's like this onesie that will have the way that it's built for your butt, it'll be like each butt cheek is like separated out almost for like better visual viewing or something. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, that's strange. And then it'll have like these slits like along the thigh. It's like it's like the most minimal amount of clothing that you could wear that's socially acceptable. <laughs> But I'm not complaining. I'm like, that's hot. But those women, like, I I don't like have fun or flirt with. It's often that there's almost this sort of like cold, defensive thing going on. Which I'm like, listen, I'm I'm not trying to be in your space. I'm not even trying to like gawk at you. Like you just do your thing. But those women, you know, I've shot a couple shots. Nothing's really turned out. But all the women at the gym that are fun and like, hey, like, oh, like, wap, like, fun and flirty with me. I'm never like into pursuing for some reason. And it just dawned on me. Yesterday when this girl was hugging me, I was like, why? Like, this is this feels so nice. Like, I wonder why this hasn't been appealing. Um, and maybe that's just for my own kind of, you know, superficial ego to work through. But it's just been fascinating for me. It was like one of those five second moments where I was like, wow. Just like, it was like kind of an epiphany um, that uh, that sometimes there's something about you know, maybe we want what we can't have, a piece of it. I'm not exactly sure what it is. But I'm going to parlay that because it's a five-second story into another piece that I've been obsessed with lately. comes with the story-worthy thing, you know, learning how to craft a good story. But I've become obsessed recently with nonfiction creative writing and i think it was inspired by the voiceovers from these latest youtube videos that's like i really love writing out of all the process even though i like photography videography whatever the part that i love the most is actually the writing especially these kind of scripted narrative stories and so just thinking to myself about that like maybe there's another career for me out there as a writer maybe as a creative nonfiction. maybe as nonfiction. I have an idea around nonfiction that I'd love to maybe explore more. It's this idea that maybe your superpower is also your Achilles heel. So I know for me, that's true. And it's just an idea that I think has been interesting and kind of exploring, like how your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness. Don't steal this idea. But if you do, tell me, because maybe we could work together on it. It's just something I've been kind of thinking about. But that also with the writing, the creative nonfiction, like how how rad it is crafting cool stories and digging it's helped me dig back into my past and like there are all these amazing stories i want to tell and if left to my own devices i would probably just shoot videos and write like it's shoot, shooting videos teaching i do think teaching in person someday would be really cool but there's like this teaching writing piece learning piece that it's all starting to kind of like click together and make sense. I'm like, okay, these are all things that I really love to do. But the writing itself, like just writing every morning and working on these pieces has been, has been really nice. Because I knew with my music, if I'm being super straightforward, and it's just you and me here, right? Nobody else is listening. So I knew in my music that I'd gotten lazy with my songwriting because i'm not a a fantastic singer yet there there are only so many melodies that i can kind of hit and only like so many keys i can really hit or that i gravitate towards and so i would so often find myself falling back into the same melodies and in those same melodies same keys so often falling back into the same lyrical rhyme structures and so i really felt like my hands were tied in terms of my songwriting if i'm rapping a verse I got it. I can feel like I can express myself exactly what I'm shooting for, and I can write some really cool stuff. Descriptive. If I'm singing, not so much. And since I've been been kind of on this like R and B singy tip lately, I knew that it, I was just riding the wave. It was more almost like what's that, um, sway Lee, right with the sunflower song with Post Malone. Sunflower, like da 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 da. That like. Those lyrics, if you read them, you're like, what is he saying? But it's more about capturing a vibe. It's capturing a flow. It's capturing – it's just – it's more of how it feels more than what he's saying. And that's the type of time that I've been on lately is just like how can I capture the feeling more than something super powerful, Frank Ocean descriptive songwriting. But I miss that piece. I miss that part of really pushing myself with the writing. And so it's been cool kind of being able to dig into that again and think about – How can I really challenge myself? And so even thinking about going back to school for this, like maybe trying to get a semester at the Iowa Writers Workshop or something, which is like this super elite writing program, which I probably don't have a shot in the dark at, but would love to dive into. And I think about taking like a semester and learning about creative writing, I get super excited. And so thinking that there may be some potential there is also – there's something about that 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 is inspiring that there are other things that I could do. I could also maybe, I was thinking about maybe pursuing like some stuff in voice acting, like some sort of voiceover career. Who knows? I'm open. But right now I'm just making a lot of content, learning how to do videos, edit videos, color videos, and learn how to write scripts better, creating my kind of YouTube template and process. And it's a whole thing, but I realized that the, the more I kind of disassemble myself from the music dream, the better this feels, like the more right this feels, you know? And so ideally I'd love to build the channel, build the community on there, have this show be more Q and A. So it's less than me just kind of shooting from the hip and telling you guys about, I mean, still life updates, keeping you posted what's going on, but also doing more Q and A really, you know, bringing more value to people and in ways that they want it. And then parlaying maybe that YouTube audience into some sort of book deal, I think would be cool. Or parlaying, you know, building that YouTube audience and then focusing more on creative fiction and really learning how to become a better writer. There's something about people's stories. As much as I love fiction, I've been reading Fight Club just because the writing is so good. But there is something about people's stories that I will forever find fascinating. Something about this, as much as I love fantasy, there's something about like this life that's so tangible, so beautiful, so tragic that I will forever find it to be the most fascinating thing, which is why I think I'm obsessed with YouTube in general. So y'all, that's it. It's about uh, how to be human, getting hugged from girls at the gym, five second moments, creative nonfiction, and going home in two weeks, trying to not be too sentimental. Medellin has been very great to me. It's been a very challenging time in my life. I feel like I've been born and died and born again numerous times over, and I'll be back. I'm not sure when. Not sure why, but I don't think this will keep me away for too long. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Thank you so much for being there for me along this part of the journey. And I'm excited to see where this thing goes. I don't really know what's next, but this path feels right. So I'm following it. Thanks again, as always. Appreciate you being there for your boy through the, the this messy thing called life. It means more than you know. Peace.